Good morning, good morning. God's perspective, God's thoughts, God's ways, spirit to spirit. This is our season. This is our time. Declaring and decreeing, speaking and it be. This is our season. And this is our time. Many of us add on the rest of it regarding what is time for or what is the season regarding. And if it's not specifically correct, our faith begin to fall. And we tend to give up regarding our season and time. That's not being confessed as much because we always ended the sentence with something that we believe in God to do. And that's called assumptions. It's my season for promotion. It's my season for family expansion. It's my season for this, my season for that. And if it doesn't happen, then where does that put our faith? A lot of times if we don't see what we say, we get upset, but that's not how we create it. Just say, this is my season, period. For whatever God wants to do, this is my time. It's harvest time for me. Not thinking about anything specifically. That's a limit. When you think of one thing, two things, think of it all as one. When it comes to the vision, period, your purpose, period, your destiny, period, your journey, period, your relationship, period, your giving of thanks, period, your yes, period. Regarding your faith, period. Due to what he said, period. We're sitting and we're sitting and we're sitting, not aware that we are seated. I can only give the words, but if they're not being applied to your life, you're going to keep waiting, hoping, wishing, praying for God to do what he already done in position right before you and I over and over again. This year resolutions was last year resolutions. And the ones that you didn't see this year already got in mind for next year. Why? Because we make assumptions by putting a word on top of God's word concerning our lives. This is our season, period. This is our time, period. Because it's always a season. It's always time. We're connected to the vine. We are flourishing and bearing much more fruit. Everything grows. Everything. This is our season. Period. For all things. And this is our time. God always say open up. He been said to me for a very long time. I didn't understand what he was saying. Open up. Open up. Open up. He's not speaking Emotional wise, 
Because I was like, God, is anybody open? I'm, you're my diary. I'm open. That's not what he's meaning. Meaning make room for me. Make room when I'm about to pour into you. Make room. Take your mind off of limits. And sometimes we're not thinking that we're thinking of limits. When you think about something specifically, that's a limit. That's closing your mind for the other things. When it comes to the desires of our heart, many of us only say one really thing that we want. But that one thing connects to everything else. Open up. Open up your mind. By being free, available, have your mind open and available for new knowledge, new words of wisdom, new thoughts. Have your heart open. Have it available to receive much more. Things written upon the table of it. Open up your spirit. Open up, open up, open up, open up for new revelations. Open up for God to move however he wants to. We want his world in our reality, but not have our reality as his world. Many of us really still looking at what we can see. It don't look like it's my season. It don't look like it don't feel like it's my time. So I'm not going to say that. I can feel in the body many of us have stopped or have locked when it comes to calling things that be not a door work. Because you keep calling and calling and you're not seeing what you're calling forward. Because many of the times the things we're calling forward is already there. God don't recall anything. God say and he see. We hear and we do. God say and he see. We hear and we do. That's faith to demonstration. That's spirit to spirit. And those who worship God must worship God in spirit and in truth. He didn't just say worship in spirit. He said and. That means it's more. And in truth. Because they are lying spirits. Which are demonic spirits. And God is only found in truth. We cannot come to God without own anything. We're going to be frustrated. It's my season for what I say it is. And if I don't see it, then it's never my season. Because every time I say it's my season, I don't see it. I'm out here prophesying my season of time. I'm not saying it. People not saying it over my life. So I'm just going to stop declaring the cream. Because we're not having our way due to how we see and hear and understand. And that's why you're going to hear this word a lot. God's perspective. My thoughts are not your earthly thoughts. Neither are my ways. You're coming alongside with me. But as you're alongside with me, know who I am. Know who you're talking to. When you approach me, see finished work. Because that's saying that you know that I am God. That's saying that you only believe. That's saying that you put your full trust in me. That you are fully persuaded in me. 
You won't ever come to me with prayer asking me to do what I've already done already because you believe in my finished work. You know how to approach me. You wouldn't approach anyone who you know drink the way you approach the one who you know don't. The one who lie versus the one who don't. Everybody get different approaches. But God is the all-sufficient one. There is nothing no one higher than our God. Every time God says something to you, it becomes a promise. That's already written down. You have already done due to what's written down, what you're about to actually do. So focus and meditate on that area. What's already written down concerning you and I that we are doing and more to come. God will give us prophecies about our future, but we cannot confuse what to be set up for later on as to what you to receive now. And how can we not be confused and have clarification? Just open up. Open up. You cannot open up when you're with other people doing other things. If you even open for God, you're open, you close to other things. You close up to God, you open up to other things. I was like, God, I'm open. I'm open. No, open wider than that. You even expand on the inside. God will cut you open and stretch you. Every time he gets surgical tools, you know, he will let me know you about to be stretched. You about to expand. Everything on the inside about to be exposed. Reminds me of Abraham. God only told Abraham biblically, look up and count the stars. He didn't have to say that. He just, you know, could have said, I'm just going to give you Isaac as a promise. No, look up and count the stars. You get a great sense as to how many that you lost count of? That's how many descendants you're going to have after you, come from you. And God visited me and said, Quenisha. Now look around. He told Abraham, look up. He told me, look around. Look at the people, every male, every female. These are the stars I was referring to Abraham regarding his descendants. Look around everywhere you go. A descendant from Abraham. Every star that was counted is people you see every day. I'm searching a heart to speak like I do. Only my words please me, say of God. Only my deeds please me. There are no other words that can please me. There are no other ways that can please me because I am he. Abraham's life is our lifestyle. 
God say and we do. God say and we do. God say and we do. A lot of times we are sitting unaware that we are seated. How would your life look? Just visionize for a second. As much as God talked to you and you know how he talks to you. He's very relational. He says and you do. He says and you do. And prepare why he say when you do. But let me tell you what patience come and how patience lie and where patience reside due to the connections we're connected with. Because sometimes it's going to take you and people to be on one accord in order for it to be manifested naturally. Because some things God has set up where everybody in that circle benefit from that, you understand, manifestation. That's why it's so important to be on one accord. Because God can move smoothly in and through us as he wants to. Now just visualize you and four other people beside you. All of you want the best for your life. All of you said yes to God. But every heart is not on God regarding what God can do. Some hearts are believing God to do what Christ already done. It's not beneficial to take communion unworthily. Because earthly realities come your way, even your body try to talk to you regarding the realities you see every day, and you begin to agree, be mindful of your prayer request. Let it not be before Christ got up. Let it be regarding after he got up. You don't believe for healing I'm not going to pray for healing. That you already are. Not will become. I'm just going to pray over your organs that they function as they ought to. Because we have whatsoever we say. But if I'm saying what God is saying and you're saying what the world is saying due to what Satan has influenced them to say. You're going to have whatsoever you say. God didn't say you're going to have whatsoever your neighbor said over you that you said the opposite about. So be mindful what you say. Same goes for me. Be mindful what you pay attention to. Same goes for me. What you let enter into your ear gate. Ear gate excuse me. Same goes for me. Live from the finished work. That's our process. The finished work. The new man. Not keep trying to keep the old man away. That's our focus being behind and not ahead. So we're not going to move ahead looking backwards. You're not going to turn to a pillar of salt, but you're going to have the same realities as Lot's wife did. Was not able to possess anything ahead because you're looking backwards. So you became what you looked at. She looked at destruction, she became that. You focus on the lies, you're going to become that under that influence. Anger, bitter. It's no way we can walk and have Christ. We have to know what we're doing here. A lot of things we are doing religiously and biblically because it's been passed down due to generations and generations. But actually know what you're doing. Same goes for me. 
When I received God, I gave my yes regarding his will. And I said, Christ, be the Lord of my life. Holy Spirit, be my guide, spirit of truth. That's a confession. But as I believe them to be what I confess them to be in my heart, that is so, that is my reality. So why am I being challenged with the old behavior, trying to become better at my behavior or what I say regarding my neighbor if at the forefront of my mind is love the Lord thy God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, with all your strength and love thy neighbor as you love thyself. Now I honor you God to know the significance and the necessity as to loving my neighbor as I love myself because if I love them, then I love you. If I don't know, if I don't love them, I don't love you. And if I don't love them, I don't know you. And if I don't love them, I have nothing of you. When it comes to increase, words like increase, prosperity, abundance, harvest, it does not always mean coins, dollars. Because guess what? Money is subject to change. You have to be so Freely open regarding it. By holding it loosely. Holding it loosely. Hallelujah. Anything that you can see, hold it loosely. Because it's subject to change. Even your environment, the way you live is subject to change for what the better. Some things may look like it's getting worse for it to look better, but it doesn't matter. You have to know that greater is he who's in you than he who's in the world. Hallelujah. This is our season for God to do whatever he wants to do. Expect your blessings. Expect God's favor. Expect God's grace. Expect God's might. When it comes to food, we go out the way to make sure that we have that. When it comes to a job and us receiving a paycheck, we make sure we go there so we can get that. God as our creator has already done everything. Beforehand. He's showing us his responsibility and how responsible he is and how much he take care and handle his responsibility by having it done beforehand. It don't look like it's my season. It don't sound like it. It don't feel, I don't feel like it. Because you have something on your mind regarding what is the time and the season for. And it's closing you up to receive all that God has for you. If somebody asks what you want for your birthday as a little kid, they just say cake. They already got their eyes on cake. That eliminates the ice cream. That eliminates the, the, the confetti. Because your eyes is just on the cake. When it comes to prosperity, our eyes are just on money. That's outcome of money. 
When he said you give and it come back, we think about money coming back. Abundance, money, increase, money, harvest time for money. Souls are more valuable than that. It's not always about money. God want to bless you with his grace that produce wealth. God's wealth is not money. Money is a limit. Because when it's spent up, then what? He want to keep you with that flow of resources that supply every area of your life continuously. There will never be a drought. Never be a need. Never be a want. Never be a prayer request for God to show up and provide so you can do ministry work. Or pay a bill or take care of your family. So what is the blockage that's keeping God from moving smoothly in and through your life and your family? There's a name for every good thing and there's a name for every bad thing. Cast those things out by name. Cast out doubt in your home. Regarding anybody who's speaking about it in your home. Who you connected to on the job. Keep focusing on self. It's taking our attention off God. My season is because of him. My time is because of him. Open up to God. He has to be your number one everything. Many of us got our spouse or our friends, our neighbor, our colleagues as higher than God is when it comes to us communicating. I can tell you these things, but I ain't going to God about this. I'm too embarrassed to go to him about this. As if he don't see it, as if he's not the source to provide you the answer beforehand. Same goes for me. So know what is your process. It's not anything of the old man. Before you answer what is your process, think of the finished work. Then give an answer. Hallelujah. My process is to remain right with God. I'm trying to tell you. I never felt this level of rest before, ever in my life, period. I just feel a great sense that everything is okay. Not me just sizing myself up or, you know, just stirring myself up. No, I really feel a greater measure that everything is already okay. More than okay. More than nothing okay. If God took great care of me when I was doing things of the world, how much more when I'm doing things of him? Come on, somebody. What is our focus on? What are we trying to do so much of? What are we actually trying to benefit? God had me in a dream. 
coming down the steps. But was dressed up like she was a witch. And I got nervous like, God, here go another demonic encounter. Oh, God. So I'm like, I don't want to see her face. And guess what? From her coming down the steps, she looked like a witch. The long nose and bumps and mumps all over her face. Mustache. She was approaching me. It was dark in front of her. I couldn't see. So I'm looking like, let me see your face. When she took that hood off her head. I'm trying to tell you. When she took that hood, she was just created. This woman angel was just created before she came to me. And her, her uh, spirit tone is the color of clouds. Everywhere that her spirit, like a skin tone, but it's no skin, no flesh, but it's clouds. Her hair, beautiful, long, and beautiful outfit, but her arms and her face, all that was made in the color of clouds. She had like cloud, a cloud spirit. I can't say skin. And she was just smiling and like, look at me, look at me. I'm beautiful. I'm uniquely made. These angels are really taking me up higher in them because I spend time wanting to get to know them. It's no way I could not acknowledge an angel that's walking beside me to bless me every day. It's no way. If I can say hello to somebody I don't know, I'm definitely going to say hello to somebody I do know. Hallelujah. You don't have to know your angels by name. They know yours. That's all that matters. Everything with your name on it, everything with my name on it, Father, thank you for loosening that in our lives as a reality. And there were three women that were also angels, but dressed in a disguise. And God was right there. And they were talking about me, but they were talking loud because they wanted me to hear. We're talking about you. And they asked God a question, which they already knew the answer to, but they wanted to get my attention for me to listen to the answer. If somebody's asking God a question about you, you want to hear what the response is going to be concerning you. Am I correct? So they knew that I was going to be interested to hear what God got to say. They already know. They was like, why are you on this woman so much? What causes you to be on her back, Father? You spare her. You bless her. You favor Quinesha so much. Why do you favor this woman so much, God? And God said one word. His perspective. He said humility. His perspective of humility. And let me tell you what it means. Just to open up. Mentally, emotionally, physically, spiritually, open up for him to pour in. That's like saying, God, I believe you. God, I love you. God, I trust you. I don't have to know everything. I believe that you know what's best for me. You are what's best for me. It's not anything holding anything back. Withholding nothing back. All in. With your faith, your dedication, your commitment, your worship, your praise, your giving of thanks. You're all in when you're believing in God. And he showed me his eyes coming through my wall in the sense of forming them in an image on my wall. Like I'm, I'm listening and I'm looking at you, Quenisha. I'm listening to you talk about me from my point of view. It's so important that we stay 
Stay. Stay without believing. Isn't God worth our commitment? Look how many times we went back and forth, generation upon generation, since we've been created. Going back and forth with our creator. And then we receive what he asked for us. We're like, wow, we could have been did this. I don't want that for him in my encounters anymore. No, here I am. He's worth more than that. He's worth me, you know, being as he is. How can I ever say I'm struggling with loving my neighbor as I love myself, but I receive our father's love that he first loved me with? It's no way. Only way we be, we be struggling, it becomes a challenge in our process if we don't know what we're processing. We're processing all of him and none of us. Hallelujah. Seriously. I thank God so much. And people come to me and say, you're just so darn sweet. You're just a good person. So many things happen to you and you're just a good person. God, you're a good person. I have to be alongside with God as a person. That's his goodness on me. God would tell me, Quenisha, book a flight, go to that country or go to that state and just pray in the streets and come back home. Many of us would be like, I ain't doing that. I mean, am I going to stay a couple of days? I mean, I ain't going nowhere. I'm not invited. God will have us go places that we are not invited. Not saying that you're not wanted, but no one giving you an invitation to come there. No one around there know that you are actually there. <laughs> Besides those who you encounter while you are there. It's just like walking around in the town. People notice you, but no one of them said, can you come here and visit? And there, there are times when God would do that with us. To shift the atmosphere without an invitation. Hallelujah. Shifting atmosphere without an invitation. This is our season and our time for all things. Stop thinking about next year today. Because a lot of times when we think ahead in a sense of action, it causes us to be still in the present because we're focusing on the action being later on. That's not allowing God to freely move. And to speak words specifically about what area that you are to say that God is moving in, that is a huge assumption that none of us are to make. Christ always said, you only hear me say what my father say. So if a person don't believe what you say, they don't believe what your father say. If it's God who's saying it. Now people know the difference. Trust me. You know what's so amazing? According to all the, you know, ancient theology regarding dates and time, it's not Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, nor Sunday. 
It's just first day, second day. God say what he did on the first day, the second day, the third day, the fourth day, the fifth day, the sixth day. And he rested the seventh day. He said, remember the seventh day, which is the Sabbath and to keep it holy. Six days do thy labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath. He never said the seventh day is Saturday. He said the seventh day is the Sabbath. Christ got up on the third day, which happened to be the first day of the week. God say in three days, he didn't say Thursday, Friday, and Saturday, he will be dead. He said in three days, I will rise up. And it happened to be the first day of the week. God never said the first day is Sunday or even Monday. He called the days by numbers. We put a word to the numbers. And we wonder why blessings are not flowing. I want you to really Google what Monday means. Look it up in Greek or in Roman. Look up what Tuesday means. Someone decided to put mun on day, twos on day, wins on day, thirds on day, fry on day. And we just live in life because that's what we've been told to do. It's so firsthand, you freehand to, you know, how to live, how to comprehend. We learned that in elementary. That's the way how we live. But the Romans thought it was a good idea and the Greeks thought it was a good idea to name God's numbers regarding their false gods. When it comes to the three Hebrew boys, along with Daniel, I don't call them Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those are not their names. Azariah, Hananiah, and Mishael. And Daniel. Not Belshazzar. At a visitation from them, they was like, those not our names. Call us by our names. Like God said to me yesterday, Quinesha, I always play soaking music. Prophetic worship elevation music when I'm, you know, meditating or read my word or even just spending time with God. And God said, Quinesha, I always want to create our own atmosphere. You know your faith in me, your praise to me, your giving thanks to me. Just your heart is setting the sound to me. That's creating our own prophetic atmosphere. I also want to let you hear what heaven sounds like. So if you already got the atmosphere set for me, then where does that put me to set anything for you to set you up to prosper? Let me freely move. It is time that I want you to turn that music off and it's to this sound. Sometimes I want you to have no music, just listen to me speak. Or just focus on me in a greater sense. It's not always music and you lying around or sitting around or dancing around. You have a prophetic lifestyle. Freehand. I want you to hear the choirs in heaven. And I have created you to also hear the choirs in the pit demonically. Everything I do, Satan mimic it demonically. I have a hierarchy, he has a lowarchy. 
I have seraphims and cherubims. He has demons with that level of influence. Asmodeus. It's one of them. Beelzebub and Leviathan. What is your process, Quenisha? Remaining in your presence under your influence. Not me trying to work on my mouth. That's the old man. The new man don't have a mouth. Negatively. Trying to walk in fruit. We're like God when we say yes. We're back in our original state. We are fruitful. That is our character. The fruit of the spirit. The fruits of the spirit. That's our character. Your character is love. That's your virtue from God. Released in other people. And receiving it back in return. When God say give, what's more valuable? Presence, money, or time and availability that produces the wealth upon your life? Well, you will always have resources. You will always have in your account. God is showing us how to know that we always have. We always have. Make that declaration. I always have. So when you say this is my season, don't think about something specifically. And what you believe in God to do, don't think about something specifically. When you think about anything of God, any of these action words, don't think about just one thing or two things specifically. That's a limit. Believe God to move in every area. Expect the unexpected, which is expecting the great. Hallelujah. Live in the now. That's God saying and you do. That's exactly what it means. You can't let earthly realities talk back to you when you're listening to God. I'm listening to God. His words matter. His words have power. His words come with demonstrations of his power. So I'm going to release this power in the atmosphere. This is our season. This is our time. It's always harvest time. You are blessed to be a blessing. Don't think always resourcefully. Think graciously. Regarding God's grace. Generously. Regarding God's mercy. Cheerfully regarding God's love. You go far with that because your name will never be forgotten. Oprah Winfrey is known for being the most wealthiest woman currently on the planet. 
But what else come with that? It's just sounding like a financial legacy. Great, awesome woman. Do not misinterpret these words. But this is the conversation that many people talk about regarding people who have a name that is well known. Many think it's their money that define who they are. That's the point I'm making. But allow God's demonstration and his power to define who you are where people can call you by the name that he has given you. Without you even having to tell them. People will look at you and call you blessed. Even if they don't want you to be blessed, they still got to confess that confession in the atmosphere because why it is true indeed when God's move upon your life no one can deny that truth it don't matter if somebody say she is so blessed he is so blessed or say yeah he blessed yeah mm, yeah he blessed I admit that he doesn't matter you just confessed it you confess the truth no matter how you came out you confess the truth I'm not going to be known for having the most money in the world only. Releasing God's love that the world has never encountered. Being as Jesus is. Releasing miracles, signs, and wonders and greater works. Along with the works he done. Going to some of these rivers and just having up a sign. Who wants to be baptized? Come on! And sometimes when God put things in our heart, it don't matter who try to go and do. It's no grace following you if he didn't put it in you to grace you, to bring it to pass. I can't bring to pass somebody else's vision. I can try, but it's going to look, it's not going to look as if the person he had to do it. Because a person who's going to try to do things, they got to go through all their work is to make it look so simple and look so good. But when God use a person due to his grace, you ain't got to do nothing but just show up. <laughs> and he shows out. And I thank God that's my lifestyle. I just show up. Go to different states. Even if God don't have me to receive an invitation to come to preach, I still show up. And he shows out. Every time. Same way when you show up. Whether it's through song, cooking, dancing, sewing, you know, painting. That's a good deed. Everybody loves good things. Good meals, good clothes. Good feels good. Nobody want anything sloppy or rubbish or rushed. That don't show your worth. Because God don't rush and God is not sloppy. God is not rubbish. God is faithful. God is patient. God is kind. God is merciful. God is mighty. God is just strength. He's strong with his might and his power and his love concerning us. His faithfulness concerning us. That's why we cry a lot in our worship because he's just so good. So I'm allowing him to know how much I honor him by having his perspective be mine. I would never, you would never hear me say, 
I'm working on anything that I got up off the cross for. I got up from those things. Those things are behind me. So are they behind you. I'm not believing God to do nothing he already done. But I will release a remembrance out there if it need to be. There's nothing wrong with us being reminded. Nothing wrong with us being reminded. When you take your eyes off yourself and just allow God to move through you, how he created you and created me, the world will never forget that. Mother the King is a great example. The world will never forget that. That changed in every generation around. His name will always be mentioned because they give him a holiday to not forget. Pictures, posters, videos of him releasing his prophetic dream, which is happening today. Hallelujah. Never be forgotten. Envy and jealousy is very, very toxic and dangerous. That's why you're not supposed to feed, feed it by entertaining it. If you feed that jealousy or that envy, it can become very dangerous. Some people can become obsessed with trying to become you. Trying to mimic you. Don't entertain anything negative. And then when it comes back in return, we want to cry out to God. But we fed that corruptible seed. And we reaped a corruptible harvest. Hallelujah. So let me ask you again. What is your process? Think about the finished work, then answer. Always. Think about the finished work, then answer. And that's how God speaks. That's how God thinks from that place, the finished work. So, Father, I give you full permission to do whatever you want to do in my life. Anybody connected to me, that we stay open for you to freely move however you want to. In every area, not just some. In all that you do, we give thanks because of you. It's because of who you are, we're here. It's because of who you are, we receive and benefit as vessels of being here. And we're here unto you. Nothing missing, knocking, or broken regarding our mind, our thoughts, our process, our theology due to a personal relationship with you. You teach us how to think. Give us your perception of theology. A lot of things we've been just doing because it's tradition to do. It's very traditional. 
Just say things without even expecting nothing to happen. Just because we want to say it because it's so good to say. Thank you, Father, that you hear us before we even call. You already answered. Every door you want closed in our lives, thank you for closing them. And thank you for opening up doors that you want opened. Your will be done. Forgive us if any area in our life that you were not freely moving in. Thinking about an area specifically, whether it's marriage, whether it's financial breakthrough, whether it's, you know, new relationships, you know, citizenships, other places, places and things. Does it matter? We open up for all things. You show us the lifestyle due to Abraham and Christ. You say and they do. You say and they do. They say what you say, therefore they do what you do. And that's how your miracles, signs, and wonders be demonstrated and following. We thank you so much for everything. I am so grateful and thankful. Thank you so much. I'm very grateful and thankful. I'm not in the same state I was of my emotion as I was before and for a very long time. Even 10 seconds away from you with a different perspective is too long. Thank you for having me, having us to come back because you're responsible. That's your responsibility. Salvation is your responsibility. Redemption is your responsibility. Restoration is your responsibility. And me using my faith is my responsibility. Only believing is my responsibility. Call things that be not the word is my responsibility. From heaven to earth is my responsibility. I focus on my responsibility. Regarding how I treat people, how I think. It don't matter what you say to me. I don't have to go and prove no point on what you said. What you say come to pass regardless of what nobody say or think. It's what you say. I don't want no other way. I know what it's like not to have that way. And I was empty inside. No longer empty inside. No more voice. My joy is full. It kept running over because of where I belong. And I belong with you nowhere else under no other influence. And I would never, ever forget that while I'm here. I love you. Thank you so much, Jesus. You too. I know I've been talking to God a lot lately. I know you always say talking to God is talking to you. But you, as my Lord, I want more of you, Jesus, in a way I've never seen before. I want all of it in ways I've never seen. My words couldn't even phantom how much of you did I want, all of you, and none of me. But thank you for... The personality as me being a new creature. Sense of humor. The humility, you know. Thank you for me being honest. Creative, you know. 
I thank you so much for all of it. Thank you. I thank you for defending me in the sense that everybody benefit due to your mercy. I don't ever want you to punish anybody for what they do to me because you say I will bless those who bless you and curse those who curse you. My prayer is that you bless those who bless me and bless those who try to curse me. I just care that much because I know where I'm from. The world ways are not of my ways anymore. So that wouldn't even be my challenge. That's not even my process. I would never say I'm not there yet in the sense of me knowing I'm alongside with you. So where else am I if I'm, if I'm not there? Even when we speak in a sense to say, my words are not where God's words are. You know I'm not there yet. No, you're going to be where your hunger is. Are you hungry to be like God? Then you're there. Because that hunger brought you there. Don't ever say that. Don't ever, ever say you're not there yet. Because if you're not with him, then where else can you be? You don't want to be with Satan anymore. And there's no in between. God said the father of truth, I am. And the father of lies, he is. There's no other person. That we could come under their influence. You see how God didn't say you. Because we don't have no thoughts of our own. We're not created to be of our own. We were only created to serve him. But somehow doing that God knew beforehand. That Lucifer would become Satan. And sent them to the earthly realm. And he tried to influence us as much as he can. That we just leave here prematurely. Because you don't want to see us prosper because he can never prosper ever again. And we call each other haters every day. And we got an enemy out here seeking any area in every area in our life he can devour. That's a hater. That's a hater. <laughs> Hallelujah. Thank you, Father, for everything you're doing in my life. No one can stop you. For what you're doing in my neighbor's life, no one can stop you. For moving. Thank you for moving. You never stop. Thank you for talking. You never stop. <laughs> no. And thank you. I used to always try to get you to talk because every word you say is a promise. So when I found that out at the age of six, I said, well, let me get you talking then. If everything you're going to say is coming to pass, keep talking. <laughs> I didn't care really about no cartoons or any of that. I wanted you to keep talking. Everybody with you upbringing is different. But the power of it is that it's with you. Every football game anyone had with you. Okay. Okay. God want me to say this. Okay. I lift up every brother and every sister who thinks that they're thinks that God is saying things that he's not. I come against that deception that you continue to hear what God has to say and that I continue to hear regarding his will. I pray and I release the lives of the enemy that you want God's will regarding any person, place or thing. Hallelujah. I come against anybody being mistreated because they're in the will of God. 
regarding someone who wants them to be under their will that's not of God. I come against slander. I come against disrespect. I come against division. I pray and release prophetically that we only want God's will to be done, that we let go of our selfish and stubborn old ways and receive us as a new man and all things become new to the new man regarding God's plan that's already written concerning us. Father, your will be done. No matter how many times we confess, nevertheless, your will be done. No matter how many times we confess, let this cup pass over me. Like I said, nevertheless, may we continue to declare, nevertheless, if need be. Hallelujah. We want what you want. If we want what we know not that we ought to want, it's going to keep those things that we really need away. Because we're not able to receive being elsewhere with our thoughts, our emotions. Our availability in another direction. Holding our own selves up from our own blessing. Hallelujah. To every sister in Christ, I declare over you that you declare, Father, your will be done. Not what I want for my life, but what you have for my life is best for me. Regarding any person, place, or thing. And to all my brothers, that is also your declaration. I only want what you want for me, Father. The stars are getting big. My God. My God. Jesus. I only want what you want for me. I'm not going to be out here picking and choosing who looks best suitable for me regarding a person, place, or thing. No, Father, your will be done. Because when he written down, only that can happen. No matter how much we try to stop things from happening. No one can stop the God that you say you serve. Same goes for me. And then we know him like we say we do. Why would we even want to get in the way of our own prosperity? You would know if you of yourself or if you're under God, be of him. Because where's your focus? Is it on you or him? Regarding his promises. I release that you stay in that place that it's all about God and God alone. I come against that lip service that we say one thing and in the inside of our hearts is something else. And Father, you search the heart. You see that firsthand. That we really love each other. Be there for one another. Stop being disrespectful. Stop trying to bribe people to get what you want or me get what I want. Stop causing division when we are kingdom expanding. Stop causing confusion. When we have clarification due to Holy Spirit and discernment. How dare any of us to say, I'm going to do this because I want this. No, we are alongside with God. You already written down my life for me. What you have for me, it can only be for me. I don't want nothing that doesn't belong to me. But I'm so happy for my neighbor regarding what you written down concerning them. I'm not going to try to get in the way of their progress. Nor their process. Because I'm connected. And when I exalt you and lift them up, you exalt me. So let me focus on my path. 
What you have before me, greater is he who's in us than he who's in the world. I love you.